0: Welcome to Mom Cave Live, where we may have lost our minds, but we haven't lost our senses of humor. I'm Jen. Um, it's been a few weeks because it's summer and kids are in sc- not in school, and it's insane chaos at my house. Um, but I'm happy to be back, and we are also broadcasting on Instagram. Sort of, kind of live. Instagram people will get the edited version later. Um, so. We have a very, very exciting guest this time. Um, somebody I've been wanting to talk to for a while, oh. and yeah, this is a Dr. Frieda Bernbaum, PhD. You might be the first PhD to ever be on Mom Cave Live. Dr. Really, yeah. see that? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, so you, you're an yeah. expert in many things, but I try. Yeah. The most important reason that we have Dr. Frida here today is she has the distinction of being. We're the oldest woman to ever have had twins in the United States. I am. I am that old. Can you believe that?
1: Amazing. (laughs) I'm the old lady.
0: No, we're all, we're all, it's all relative, first of all. I feel very much like an old lady right now.
1: You don't Um, need it.
0: Thank you. You're very kind. But like I said, it's all relative. And um, I thought it would be interesting to talk to you because you've had this amazing experience, but also because so many of the people who follow along here on mom cave are having their first child or have had their first child and might have been shocked and horrified when they noticed on their medical records that the doctors wrote geriatric pregnancy. Um, (laughs) I certainly wasn't warned that it was going to be called a geriatric pregnancy. Yeah. Um,
1: So as, as a doctor, Dr. Frieda, what makes it a geriatric pregnancy? Well, that name is very offsetting. It you is. know, let's talk about age for a minute because it's a huge factor with women today. You know, when they were writing about me or you know on these shows all over the place, somebody actually came from Germany to interview me, and I opened the door, and he says to me, "Where is the old lady?" And I said <laughs> to him, "I guess I'm the old lady." That's me. Great. So you know, it's a perception, and I was quoted in Newsweek as saying that age ageism needs to be redefined because we really society has to catch up with what age means today. And as women tell the truth about their age, then we'll have a better concept uh, of what age is. You know, the the world actually. I had messages from around the world were shocked at my age, but I was really more shocked at how the world saw my age because mm-hmm. I'll tell you, and get ready for this one. I mean, 60 was more exciting than ever in my time. I wow. had the feeling of uh, passion uh, and uh, lust for life at 60 uh, that I didn't have before. So wow. who's to say uh, what that's supposed to mean? And we're 15 minutes, 15 minutes, 15 years into that phase of 60. My boys that just helped me with this show, because I'm horrible with this stuff. <laughs> your, your tech support, of course. My tech your tech support, I son. won't come up at 11, but that's okay. And uh, he came down yeah. and helped me. But here I am 15 years later, and uh, I'm still the oldest, and... You know, the life that you live uh, has to be genuine to who you are. Now, of course, we have to talk about things in practical terms, uh, living longer, uh, having uh, uh you know, not patients, those are my patients, but having relatives mm-hmm. or parents that lived longer. That's, you mm-hmm. have to take that into consideration. So you have to be there for your children into adulthood. That's a big thing. And I'm going to say a few things and I'll let you ask me questions. Sure. But you know what I did get uh, around the world was the question was, I don't feel I'm too old anymore to have a new relationship. I don't feel I'm too old anymore to move, to have a new career or to feel young. And I think uh, that's the message I gave. I wasn't going to tell my age. Most women over 50 do not tell their age uh, when yeah. their are pregnancies. Uh, but then again, and then I'll let you talk. The number six, zero mm-hmm. hit a nerve. Now if I was 55, 57 people, uh, Joan London, twice twins at the end of her 50s. So, Yes. That's, that's what really uh, made the difference. And then I was, uh, I went to uh, uh, in vitro is how I did this. Mm-hmm. And they, um, I was a little bit a couple months too old for and I started 55, by the way, too old for them. Uh, the, the, and the End line was 55. So there you go again. Age is changing as we're talking. And you're going to ask me, people are getting married later and and having children later. And what age means later. My mother at 40 had a miscarriage on purpose because she was an old lady at that time. So age is constantly changing. Talk, because I'll talk forever.
0: (laughs) I love you. I I love it. Because uh, I don't have to ask you so many questions because you're answering everything. That's great. Um, So... So yeah, like I I also feel that the human body hasn't quite caught up with what the human mind is capable of insofar as like we, you know, everybody might wait longer to have kids now because we have a go to college and have a career and then everything's pushed, but our bodies are still becoming fertile at, you know, 12 years old and starting to become less fertile when we're 30. And so if you're ready to have kids and you're 55 and 60, maybe you're going to have trouble. And that's just like the sad reality of
1: being a female. That's true. I have the advantage of having my uh, eggs frozen. Okay, Uh, But uh, there are different ways uh, you can do this. They have this nuclear uh, type of... uh, uh, you know, ex- experience or uh, whatever that they call it, uh, where you can actually take your own uh, egg cells, put it in the middle, and then the nucleus is somebody else's egg wow. that's more vital. So, that's some of the latest things that are going on. So, there are ways you could still have your own child and, uh-huh. and to carry your own child. Yes. Yeah, so, as we go on, uh, women are capable of having their own children uh, as well.
0: How did you have the foresight to know you you should freeze your eggs? Uh,
1: I had a child at 53. Okay, great. And I froze my eggs at that time. Okay. And uh, also uh, the fact that uh, women are freezing their eggs by uh, 35 is the age. that, Right. uh, But there are women who are freezing their eggs into their 40s. And uh, it's also something... That works Now, a frozen egg separate is different than a fertilized egg, a fertile egg, which right. means that the male and female are donate equally to this procedure, and that's when it does become much more viable. So, you know, for your listeners to know, uh, there's so many technical ways of doing it, and then again, you can have a donor, you can have a donor sperm. You choose, I feel, I mean, although my husband was involved in this, you get to pick- You know, the perfect guy that you would like to have children with his height, his looks, his intelligence, his his character traits. Perfect. And so what's the difference as far as I'm concerned? You but, you know, you don't have the biological parent, but you do have somebody that you feel is important to you or kindness or whatever that is. So there's so many different variations on this theme that makes it your child. But even with adoption. It Mm -hmm. becomes your child. Of course. You're the one that's raising and experiencing the life of this child. Yeah. And
0: did you consider adoption?
1: I did. And I went through the process of adoption, feeling that why not help a child that's in need? And we went through it. It was a very difficult, timely situation. Mm -hmm. And, um, And with all that, uh, we weren't getting the progress we were looking for. So we said, you know, we're not going anywhere with this. And what's also interesting is that, you know, I've been interviewed, 2020, uh, Oprah Show called me, everybody. But nobody asked for my husband. And he's the one that wanted more children. Mm-hmm. And it, the people always feel it's the woman. So really, um, things have changed. And men are more involved with family um, and being, uh, experiencing, nurturing, and all that stuff. So that's yeah. really the truth. That's really what happened.
0: Did you <laughs> experience, experience um, ageism
1: in the adoption process too? Um, I, You know, it's interesting because when they bring a social worker to your <laughs> home and I'm sitting there watching her expression because I feel people should be horrified or fall over and say, are you kidding me? Forget about it. It's over. <laughs> and she's sitting there composed. And I'm thinking, you know, is she a great actress or what? Is yeah, that she's a poker about? face. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, but uh, I, I feel that adoption uh, is something that's really necessary. And when people meet me, you know, I started a process of wanting uh, my 50, when I was 53, when Mm -hmm. I was 45 and I went to the doctor and I, I didn't know I was going to talk about this, but whatever. So I went to the doctor. You're great. I talk about anything. So I went to the doctor and I said to him, are you too old? Am I, are you too old? No. Am I too old? (laughs) (laughs) So he said to me, well, do you feel young? And I said, no, my age. He said, no, if you have the energy, Mm -hmm. um, if you feel that, You can go ahead and take care of these children appropriately um, and you know what to expect. And the answer was yes. So I felt I was too old and I wanted children. But then when people would know me, they would see I was absolutely not too old. And Mm -hmm. what's interesting when I went to uh, see my children in elementary school, the mothers, as you were saying, were older. Uh, They were in their 40s or 50s with kids. So I didn't really feel uh, that I fit in either. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it does depend on the individual person, uh, who you are and how you look at life. I mean, I'm in the media now, not because of the birth of these kids, because most people don't even know about it and I don't even talk about it. And I started uh, my media as being... um, media psychologist when i was 60 i mean right after i had the children so it does depend on your how yeah what i what your energy and what your motivation and what your needs are in life so at 60 you know with my book life begins at 60 but life began in other ways for me at 60 uh, that wouldn't have uh, uh, before. Speaking Confidence of your also. book, I'm
0: gonna push it to the, the comments so everyone can see there'll be a link. I hope it's working. There'll be a link and you, you can see, there you go. There's the book, um, Life Begins at 60, a new view on motherhood, marriage, and reinventing ourselves. And um, hopefully you'll be able to find that in the comments. If it's not going now, I will put it there after. Um. So, You're you're right. We didn't talk about exactly what we were going to talk about. So this is very unstructured and casual. So you gave me an idea, which is you said, well, if, if you feel like you can, if you feel like you have the energy, you seem to have a ton of energy. And that's something I never feel like I have enough of. Do you have any secrets
1: I just washed the floor before we went on because I was <laughs> I couldn't get you on and I had to get my son up and all that stuff. But you know I find that I like washing the floors and I find that really but I find that the more you use mm-hmm. uh the more it gives you this kind of if you sit too long, you know, yeah. you can't get up after a while. Yep. So that's really what it's all about to Uh, be able to be mainstream with having activities. That's what gives me a high to be able to write a book, uh, to be able to go on a show, to be able to give a speech. And sometimes I say to myself, you know, if they're picking me up early in the morning to talk about, I'm I'm talking about, uh, you know, um, kids that are aggressive uh, and the media and TV and Movies, does that uh, go ahead and does that promote aggression in children? And I get up in the morning and a a car picks me up and I say, what the hell am I doing this for? (laughs) Who needs this? Why am I having to memorize? Why? Why? And but then when I come back, I'm on such a high Mm -hmm. and such a wonderful feeling. So when people say to you, you did it already. You got your PhD. You got this award winning speech. You did your books. You did. What more do you want? I want more. I don't feel like I did it. I don't feel like I have enough. I want to give a message. I want to, you know, I also have a podcast about uh, showcasing people Mm -hmm. who have come from uh, discrimination and racism, because that's a big thing to me, and how they achieved their successes, like from the hood to the CEO or whatever those titles are, because to me, to be able to make progress, aren't you glad you asked this? To be able to make yes. progress and to contribute is what really gives life its full meaning. And that's yeah. really, so your listeners out there, if you think you have too much, do more. <laughs> They're going <laughs> to
0: I know. I know. Well, I usually do feel like I have too much. Um, and that's something that I always struggle with, but it's a great parallel with parenting that you just said. It's like, It feel in the moment you're like, why am I doing this? Why am I getting up at three AM to go on television? Why am I waking up in the middle of the night with this baby? Um, But then you get such a a a high out of it, you get so much back that it gives you that like oomph to go on. And do it's more. so
1: unconditional. You know, sometimes if I'm walking with my boys who are almost six feet now, and I see a woman with a little baby, or in the park, I saw a man with a little baby crying away, and he looked upset. And if they you know, I did actually go up to him and say to him, Don't worry, these are fleeting moments, believe it or not, it shall pass and they'll become like this. It mm-hmm. was only yesterday. And he looked at me like quizzically a little bit, like lady get off my back kind of deal. But, you know, one day he'll be feeling and seeing that because these moments of saying, oh, my God, if I could just sleep, when is that going to come? It does come. And that's why they have the word emptiness syndrome, because that energy afterwards is lacking. That's not why you should have children, of course. But I am saying to you that this unconditional gratefulness love is an experience to have. It's part of life that To be tortured in the middle of the night is part (laughs) of life. To be tortured
0: is part of love. That's right. It's all worth it.
1: It's all worth it. When you're tortured, remember this: it is all worth it. I know. Yeah, it is. I wanted
0: to ask you a little bit about. um, We talked about the the getting pregnant part, but being pregnant as a sixty year old, how how was that? Were you worried about things that could go wrong? Did you have to do anything special?
1: I was shocked. I was really shocked you know all my pregnancies I always had a high. I hate to say this to you because I know your program a little bit, but I had a high. I was the endorphins and all the was like shooting out of me. I was That's great. I was a crazy lady happy. and oh, I wow. remember once, yeah, I remember once you know everyone's different and I remember I was in the supermarket and I was I didn't want to lift a gallon of milk mm-hmm. and I was embarrassed to tell the lady. So she said to me, you know, the cashier, Mm -hmm. she said to me, and this is when I was older with the twins, she said to me, honey, are you pregnant? Let me lift that for you. (laughs) And I was so insulted and so embarrassed. So yes, you know, uh, and she wasn't shocked. So, you know, uh, it's 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 interesting that you're right, people are getting women are having children later. And I always looked a little younger than my age, so maybe she thought I was 50 or who knows whatever it was. But women are getting uh getting women yeah, are getting pregnant later. Right. And uh and to go on to that segment, why mm-hmm. are you are are people having children later? Why is that the case? Because it's becoming more of the norm. And, you know, the reality is that women are getting more educated and they have careers now and they're getting married later. Mm -hmm. Uh, So with all that, it makes sense uh, to be able to develop who you are as a person first. Because, as you know, when you're home and you're saying, this is what I I strive for, uh, to talk to my two-year-old, So uh, you have that to come back to uh, eventually. So that's very important. And what I did was I stayed home. And when my kids went to school, I had two sets. So it's always children first or career first, which one Mm -hmm. what? But the first set was that I had my children. When they went back to school, I went back to school. And then I did it virtual so I wouldn't have to physically be away. And I was accepted to Columbia University for my graduate school in psychology, which was an honor and impossible to get into. But I quit from my children. So Mm. women have this dilemma that men don't have. I mean, women will move for for a man if he has a, a changing career. But I didn't feel my husband was doing the same kind of job I would be doing. So we do have this conflict Uh, back and forth. And now as I'm older and, um, or the oldest, and I have uh, these, I had these kids, I had the luxury of not feeling that I was missing out on life. Mm -hmm. I already had my career. I was financially set. And most of all, more than the money was the time because time is your biggest asset. I had the time to enjoy my children. And with everything With any phase you are in your life, having children, the second part is being able to enjoy each other. Mm. Because then what is it all about if you're not with them? So you have to really rethink uh, the way you're structuring your life. But if you have to go to work to make the money, you shouldn't feel guilty because my research has shown that those are the guiltiest women who Mm -hmm. have to work. And it's interesting because the women... Who have na- I didn't know I was going to talk about this either, but the women who have I don't know where I'm going with this, but the women who have nannies okay. are yeah. least guilty. They're going out, they're exercising, <clears throat> they're meeting their friends for lunch. Kids to come home, the nannies are there. So it's all a perspective, but it's yeah. the really it's the balance in life and the love and the 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 unconditional uh, relationship you have with each other that children really do pick up on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The, the living in the moment is something I struggle with all the time because before you know it, this moment is so past and you're like, no. oh, my God, I forgot about when they were that little. But I was so busy trying to make the money and keep the house clean and do all these other things that I'm, you know, I wish I had spent more time just yes. being. Yes. Yes. Um,
1: it's, it's hard to remember that. But uh, it's also something uh, that's a, a wonderful feeling because when you look forward, you'll know that you did all the right things. And it's it's going to show in the, the children that you're raising. That's the reward that you, you'll have in the long run. So it's, it's well, a wonderful thing.
0: The fact that you had your son setting up and being your tech person for this interview just goes See that? to show. See? He's helpful. He's proud of his mom. Um, and it's, it's worth it. I could talk to you forever, but it's been like 20 minutes. Um, we should do this again. And everyone yes. should check out your book, Life Begins at 60, and your podcast. Um, where can they find – what's your website, Dr. Frida? So
1: it's uh, Dr. Frida F-R-I-E-D-A, F-R-I-E-D-A a dot com. Very simple. People can um, contact me if they want to. Uh, but you're a delight. I just want to tell you, we spoke nothing I about what we were going to talk about. I just know. to listen, And you are just a delight because you saw so it. Easy and you go. I don't know if you're this way with everybody, but you just went with what I was saying. By the way, I thought it was long so I'm sorry I took up a lot of time talking no about worry. other stuff. So I didn't realize it because I knew you had other things. But yes, you are very, very good at what oh, you do. Wow. For sure. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you know, yes. mom
0: mom cave is just sort of the the virtual place for moms to hang out and talk and be casual and yeah, it's it's wonderful find to find out what resource. we want to know. Yeah. Yes, thank it's, you it's so great much. That they have that. Check out Dr. Frida, everybody.
1: Bye. Thank you so much. It was fun. (laughs) Thank Thank you.